Blog Talk Radio. Try to keep track hey, of Hey, Journal fans, welcome to the show on another Sunday afternoon. If you're on the East Coast, I'm pretty safe in saying Happy Hanukkah as the sun has gone down there. Here on the West Coast, we've got a few hours before that happens, so preemptive Happy Hanukkah to all of our listeners that celebrate that. Also want to make mention that if you are looking for some professional wrestling, you can find some in the great state of Indiana with Warrior Wrestling in Danville, Indiana today. But today, a special day as we wrap up Yule Month on the program, we have with us all the way from the North Pole with a big detour through Spokane, Washington, Santa. Santa, thank you so much for taking time out of your busiest season to join us here today. Oh, you're welcome, sign guy. I'm happy to be here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Well, Santa, I'm going to give you a bit of a twist on our traditional first-timer question since it's your first time with us. I know you have a long history when it comes to professional wrestling how did Santa get involved in pro wrestling? Well, you know, any anybody who's ever needed Santa on a show, I'm more than happy to do it. So it go, goes way back, way back, way back. So, you know, long, probably before even TV, I imagine. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been all over, been all over. Uh, you go back to... Go back to the old, old guys, and, you know, it's always somebody trying to put the kibosh on uh, Christmas, and you just can't let that hang. Uh, so Santa's got to got to handle some business occasionally. Usually, I'm just pretty happy to visit the kids and see what they want for Christmas, you know, and admire the outfits and, you know, talk to their parents. But, uh, you know, every once in a while, somebody wants to ruin everybody's Christmas. That is very true. Now, you've popped up in all types of places, Florida Championship Wrestling, World Class Championship Wrestling. You've even gone to WWE for tribute to the troops on occasion there in Iraq. What's been... Oh, yeah. Those, those are great shows. What's been the most Santa-friendly place that you have visited for professional wrestling? Well, Santa favorite or you know Santa friendly. Uh, for the most part, they're all really friendly, you know. Uh, so you just you can't you can't put one above the other. Um, I love to travel all over and visit all the boys and girls. So um, and wrestling events are a really good place for that because you know a lot of young people like to go there with their uh, with their parents and their their friends and. 
Uh, and around Christmas time, you know, it's folks want to see Santa. So I'm happy to oblige. So no real favorite, no real favorite. Um, kind of lately here, um, I, you know, the last few years, I've really liked coming to Spokane. Uh, the people here, you know, down there in Spokane have been really, really friendly, very receptive. Spokane, a big supporter of Christmas and Santa Claus, I know. Al, my understanding yeah. is just recently in the Spokane area at Liberty Lakes, you were part of the big Relentless wrestling show last Friday. How was it there at Relentless? Oh, it was it was a great time. It was a great time. It was, uh, it was good to visit the folks down at the uh, uh, Trail Breaker Cider House that uh, where they were putting on the show. Um, I sat there and I got some pictures with, uh, you know, superhero Jaden Morales. Um, Duna Price was doing a great job uh, taking pictures all night. Um, so it was a very, very good crowd, very hot crowd. It was, very, it was a lot of fun. Uh, this time of year, a lot of wrestling promoters will set up holiday theme shows. We see a lot of seasons meetings, holiday hijinks, Christmas chaos, that type of theme for the show. When you look at all these wrestling shows with all these wrestling themes, do you see any particular one that stands out to you as the most clever holiday tie-in for a wrestling show? Uh, well, you know, yeah, because those are all those are all uh, pretty pretty interesting. Um, um, the seasons beating seems to be a popular one. Um, yeah, I, like, once again, I, it's it's really tough for Santa to pick favorites, but uh, they're all really good. I like them very creative. Uh, it lets folks know that there's going to be some action, but you know they can uh, they can expect a little Christmas cheer there too. Um, I know the uh, Cascade Christmas that I did a few years ago that those were really good. Um, those were awesome because they did uh, 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 food drives for the local food bank, the Spokane Food Bank. Um, so those were those were good times. Um, liked those a lot. A couple of weeks ago in Indiana, there was a promotion that actually ran a show with the title, Die Hard is a Christmas Movie. That might have been the most unique title of a wrestling show I've encountered. I, I, I saw that title. But I also recently saw Bruce Willis say that Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. I mean, if you watch it at Christmas and it's, uh, it's a Christmas movie to you, then surely it is. But, uh, you know, he was the star of the show. So his, that is true, he him. was. There's There's been massive arguments for both sides for years and years. I can understand both sides of the coin. Absolutely. You know, there's no real right or wrong answer when it comes to Christmas. If it's special to you and it brings cheer to you and your family, then it's a Christmas movie. There's no reason to argue over it. Just uh, relax and have some fun. Indeed. 
Absolutely. Speaking of arguing, arguing will often lead to people getting onto a certain list of yours that you are known to check twice, that being your naughty list. There's been a lot of sports entertainers that popped up on that thing for sure over the last hundred years or so of professional wrestling's history. Do you have a few names without incriminating anyone, of course, that you can share with us has been on your naughty list? Well, yeah, um, I like the way there's so many, so, so very, very many. Um, wow. You know, just there's just so very many. Um, uh, you know, but, you know, I've been kind of kind of focused in on a few guys up here in the Northwest recently, the last few years. Um, and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, some of them, you know, they want to come and break up the good time. So, uh, you know, they, they make it to the top of the list. And, um, you know, uh, he used to go, when, he, when we first butted heads four years ago, he used to go by the name of Rio or Rio. He always corrected us, Rio Sparks. But now he's, I believe he's just going by Real Talk. Kid can't make up his mind on what he wants to be called. Um, I think he's got a good heart, but boy, he has a hard time expressing it. And on two different occasions, he and I have he and I have uh, butted heads here in Spokane um, at the Cascade Christmas. Uh, and uh, so he's a he's a He's uh, fallen victim to the to the Santa Claus on two separate occasions. Um, even when he brought his buddies with him, young Mr. Cody Campbell and uh, David Coventry uh, to into the mix too. So that was a, so they're solidly on the naughty list here around Spokane area. But you know we got, got a bunch of nice they got a bunch of nice kids up around Spokane also you know. Chase James is doing wonderful things with Relentless. He was at Cascade also and uh, support all pro wrestling. He worked with them also and, and the Inland Pro Wrestling. You know, we they seem to have a hard time keeping uh, keeping wrestling here in Spokane, but they keep trying. They keep bringing it back. And you know, as a, as a wrestling fan, Stan is grateful for that. Now, on the flip side of the naughty list, like you mentioned, there is the good list. A lot of times in our industry of professional wrestling, people will fluctuate between doing very, very naughty things and doing good things, and then sometimes going back to doing the naughty things. When you see professional wrestling and you see these wrestlers sometimes going back and forth with their actions and deeds so often. Is it hard for you to keep track of all of these things and know precisely which list to add each wrestler, or is it easy for you knowing in the end which list which wrestler deserves? Well, I, th- I think the, the naughty nice list, it's pretty easy because, one, you got to base it on the previous year. You can't base it on things that happened four, five, six years ago. You always kids, kids and adults, and especially wrestlers, are always finding the error of their ways and trying to 
you know, write themselves. Once in a while, you get some fellas, some some dirty wallopers that just just continually break the rules and uh, are constantly on the naughty list. Uh, but you know, you never can tell, folks. You never can tell. So you know, every year it's a clean slate, and uh, we base it on uh, the most recent performances. Over the years in our business, when you have made an appearance for professional wrestling, sometimes there has been chicanery happening. I cite the incident in Florida with Kevin Sullivan and Jake Roberts. I know you've had instances with Vince McMahon himself causing troubles for you. You've had some problems. And when Santa has to get physical with some of these guys and he has to stand up for himself and the children when someone does come out and help you battle off these evil doers even though they are uh, fighting which sometimes is part of a reason a guy gets on a naughty list do those people jump ahead onto the good list since they were aiding you in battle well, yeah, you know, it's always, it's always, you know, it's always, you know, uh, you know, hit and miss with with stuff like that. I try to be consistent, but you know, you you can't you can't let one Iowa boy cancel out all the uh, bad things they did. You know, they, of course they get credit for it. You know, and maybe not as much coal in their stocking, but you know, still, once you're on the naughty list, if you really if you really deserve it. It, it's going to take uh, quite a bit of uh, good deeds, quite a few good deeds to fix that. And helping out Santa is a big thing, and I really appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, you folks really got to watch their step if they want to be on the nice list. One of the big things this time of year, as you know, being an expert, is gift-giving, and professional wrestling fans love to receive wrestling-related gifts for the holidays. They also love to give wrestling-related gifts for the holidays. For 2022, what are some of the hot items out there that wrestling fans can pick up for their gift-giving needs? Oh, hot items? Oh, goodness. Jeez. Yeah, big things you know, I I think the kids still like the like the classics of, you know, footballs and and uh, Legos and and you know so many different things. All the uh, you know the like uh, Funkos and tie babies and you know little dolls that wet and tin drums and harmonicas, all that stuff. I think kids like just about everything. So there's always something. It's there's too many things and they're always changing to keep track of, uh, you know, well not so much keep track of but just you know to name and I'm not I'm not here to plug the uh, big the big department store toys the folks know what they want and you know Santa does his best to make sure they get it as long as they've been nice but it's the simple things that are really important. 
Now, I'm sure this time of year, when you ask children what they want, a lot of times the answer is tickets to the local wrestling show, and those make great stocking stuffers. A lot of people love to get tickets to live events, and wrestling fans love tickets to the local shows there. Since you have a busy schedule and you have to hit everybody all over, how hard is it to come up with these tickets for wrestling shows, for independent wrestling shows all over the North American continent? Oh, you know, that's, that's kind of one of the easier ones, actually, because everything's online now as far as tickets go. You know, you can you can, you can can book tickets for anything and get it sent right to your phone. So if you need Santa, if Santa's giving out tickets, uh, they can probably just be sent to their parents' phone. So that's, that's easy enough. That's easy peasy. Uh, oh, that's, we're happy to that's very good to know. Yeah. Now, back in the olden days, I'm sure it was much harder when you had to go physically to the shows and buy the tickets or to your local ticket brokers and so forth and so on. Technology's really made your life a little bit easier. Well, yeah, technology. And then, you know, we used to have to do will calls and uh, stuff like that for folks. So Santa would just, you know, send a letter, hey, you got tickets, go pick them up, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but you know, all the all these little shows, uh, you know, they, they it's easy enough to just come up to the door and, and you get your ticket right there at the door. So I know that uh, yeah, a lot of them feels you know, like Relentless. They do theirs online and Timber Pro over there and Startup. I guess they're moving to Everett. Have you heard that yet? I think Timber Pro Wrestling is going to be moving to Everett. So Cody and Russell and boys are they'll be moving over there. Uh, they're usually on the nice list. Cody used to be on the naughty list. So there you go. There's one example right there of somebody who found the errors of his ways. Uh, didn't want to put his hands on Santa anymore and fixed his fixed his wagon and got sailing right there. Um, yeah. So what else you got? Reactivate and in the Tri Cities. I know they do theirs online also. Um, Aaron and James, they do a they do a great job there. It's great shows. Absolutely. There is great wrestling out there, not only here in our northwest, but all over. Wrestling is red hot right now. Now, as yeah. you know, having gone to so many wrestling shows, wrestlers will try to sell anything that they can that they think wrestling fans will hand money over to them if they have it on their table. I've seen any number of strange pieces of merchandise over the years. I'm sure some of these strange pieces of merchandise have made it to the lists that are sent to you for children writing. Can you tell us some of the stranger pieces of wrestling merchandise that have been requested of you over the years? Uh, stranger, yeah. It's some some odd things have come across. You know, of course, they're all the, all the figurines. Uh, they're all from the different companies uh, that uh, make the wrestling action figures and 
you know, way back in the day, they didn't really have action figures, but um, you know, you could you could get a, a you could get some uh, uh, ring worn masks from some of the guys, like Mr. Wrestling Two and the Mask Superstar and the old Destroyer. Mill uh, uh, Mascaras, you know, they they could do they would do masks like that. People would ask for masks for trunks or knee pads or um, used tape. Believe it or not, you know, sign those and they like like some of that. That's kind of odd. I'd heard of uh, uh, somebody having some expired food in their in their bag, and so they put that on the table and they they were autographing that and selling it. That was kind of odd. I don't know why anybody would want that, but anything with a wrestler's name on it, folks are gonna they're gonna want it at some point. So you'd be really surprised. Um, the the wrestling Funkos are pretty amazing. Uh, um, this is a this is one we had made up here for my buddy JP Selvin. So hopefully that goes into production there sometime soon. Um, uh, stuff like that, yeah, all kinds of weird stuff. Barbed wire, and chairs, and posters, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Socks, I seen socks, and then of course during the pandemic, folks were doing uh, uh, masks. Ziggy, Ziggy, uh, Ziggy Dice was doing uh, some 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 masks that were pretty hilarious, uh, pretty crazy things. Yeah, absolutely. The guy that was selling the expired food must have really went all in on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. I mean, if you really – he must not have been too hungry. Otherwise, he would have ate it. So he, he was cash or ramen, whichever. So he decided to make a little extra cash. Probably was able to buy more top ramen with it. So probably sold it for more than he bought it for. I would – Presume so, yeah. Now, Santa Claus, as we mentioned, has run into these ne'er-do-wells at wrestling shows over the years. We talked about how sometimes you have help come out and assist you, but sometimes you're on your own out there when these guys try to rough you up or try to do harm to the Christmas spirit of wrestling fans. Do you have a personal self-defense background in which uh, you're able to handle these guys? Oh, yeah. Santa has wrestled for a long, long time, and I'm still an avid weight trainer. I uh, Nine times out of ten, when I walk into a gym, I'm the strongest guy there, which is, which is pretty fun. So yeah, you know, I, I'm able to take care of myself. Uh, I'm still benching over 300 pounds. You know, I'm, I'm hundreds of years old. So. Uh, One of these great things you know, about just catches, catches you is when you visit you these homes and you bring gifts. Most people will make sure that you go away with a light snack so you're not too hungry as you go on to the next stop. A lot of people leave out cookies and milk. 
I know from my personal experiences with you that oftentimes you enjoy a nice fish dinner to go fuel yourself to get to the next stop. We've given you many pieces of different fish over the year. For example, last year was cod. The pike was a little bit of a rough go since pike's not plentiful here in the Northwest. But for this year in particular, do you have a particular type of fish you would want people to leave you for your late night snack as you drop off the gifts. Well, to be honest, I'm I'm grateful for everything that's ever left for me to snack on while I'm doing my runs around the world. Uh, fish is fish is very good. Um, boy, I just please no more lutefisk. I guess no, lutefisk is bad. I know know it's a tradition around Christmas time. With the with my Norwegian friends, but ooh, no more lutefisk. We learned our lesson on that one, didn't we? Oh yeah, that's cool. I'll eat it though. It's good and good for you. But ooh, it, it's it's a stinker. So. Taking lutefisk off the table, do you have any particular fish you would want? Oh, ooh, halibut's always good. Uh, hey, I like I like a good rainbow trout as long as it's not too many bones. You really get it. You got to go through those. That is Try very very true. Little little almond stuffing that's always really good. Like I said, a lot of people will leave milk as the beverage for you, but I'm sure, especially late at night, early morning, you would enjoy a nice coffee to go with these snacks. Do you have a particular favorite coffee that you like to drink? Oh, gosh. Uh, not really. No, it's all so good. Uh, you know, the, the Kona in Hawaii and the stuff out of Colombia. Oh, it's all really so good. Uh, no, no, I don't have a favorite coffee. I love, I like all coffee. Uh, and hot chocolates are good. Milk is great. No, I, I'll never turn down a nice, nice glass of milk. It's uh, it's good for building bones. Very good. And it's very true. How do you have a particular go-to milk? Do you like a a whole milk or a two percent? Do you prefer oat milk or do you prefer almond milk? What's your go-to on that? No, I'm pretty traditionalist when it comes to milk. I'm not uh, not not I'm not going to turn my nose up to it, but if you could not leave me almond milk or oat milk, just regular dairy cow milk is awesome. The preferred milk. Very, very good. Now, oftentimes, wrestling fans will be notorious for getting a little bit rowdy, getting a little bit rambunctious during shows. It's not as common now, but years past, oftentimes riots would actually break out during the course of wrestling shows, and it would become very, very dangerous for people on both sides of the curtain. I know you've seen your fair share of things happen at wrestling shows. What's 
the single worst thing that you've seen that landed people on the naughty list for having done it at a wrestling show? Well, you know, Ox Baker comes to write once. It's probably at least, probably more than once. But boy, wow, that that man could really get folks starting. They chased him out of the arena with chairs, throwing chairs at him. I think he just about killed Ernie Land that day. Uh, craziness. Uh, all kinds, you know, but and fans really should keep their hands off the wrestlers, so it's not a good thing. I, I can understand they get mad. There have been stabbings and shootings and all kinds of craziness over the years, and, and that's it's just not, there's no place for that in wrestling or in anything at all, really. Um, so, yeah, and you got to, folks got to understand that he might be your favorite wrestler, but he's, he or she, they're more than capable of taking care of themselves. They don't need the fans to help them out. They don't need the fans. They, they got other wrestlers to help them out. So they'll be, they'll be all right. They don't step into the ring. Don't, don't involve yourself in the matches. That's never a good thing. It is not, it's not a very pleasant day at the office when things like that happen. That's a fact. Now, I don't know if you've gotten this on any of your lists over the years, but, of course, every generation we have wrestling fans that decide they would like to also become professional wrestlers, and in order to do so, they have to go to a professional wrestling training school have you gotten many letters over the years from people hoping that Santa Claus will provide them with professional wrestling training as a gift? Well, uh, yeah, believe it or not, but uh, I usually just point them in the direction of, uh, say, Dragonflex Dojo in Everett or uh, the Oregon Wrestling School down in Portland. I get uh, a new one, SOS, in Tacoma. That's uh, that's where I point people to, especially out of the Northwest. Um, of course, there's schools all over the world. And, uh, of course, some are better than others. I get that. But, you know, if your favorite wrestler or your wrestlers you know went to that school, it's probably all right. So go get, check out your local wrestling schools. Great ones down in Texas, uh, Santino Brothers down in California, some really good ones. Uh, um, Cage over in New York, I believe. I could be wrong about that. Uh, Absolutely. OVW in Louisville, a very, very good school as well. Yeah. The uh, Nightmare Academy in Texas, a good one. And the Jacobs Pritchard Academy in Tennessee, also very, very well reputable. Oh, very, very good schools. Absolutely. Anybody who comes out of those schools, they're going to be, they're going to be all right. Now, for someone listening today that they want to get into the professional wrestling business, or maybe they have just entered the professional wrestling business 
and they're going to need some of the basic tools of the trades. They're going to need gear bags. They're going to need tights, wrist tape, elbow pads, knee pads, things of this nature. What are some of the things that a young or aspiring wrestler will often write to you and request? Well, number one is uh, is boots, good pair of boots. People people wrestling should have a good pair of boots. Um, I just got just got a message, somebody making a Christmas request. That's 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 pretty cool. Uh, the internet is amazing. Uh, so yeah, the pair of boots. Uh, and there's so many places to make some good boots, but if you can buy them as local as possible and that's what I would recommend doing. Or, uh, you have or, a network of elves often make things for you. Do you have a specific wrestling boot division of elves? Oh no, no. We 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 parse that out to the uh, to professional boot makers. So, um, of course, some some folks are using. Uh, Regular wrestling shoes now too, so you see that a lot more and more. Wrestling shoes with kick pads, those are pretty popular. Uh, so uh, Dan Gable's Asics my, are still my favorite, uh, but uh, they make so many. Nike makes some good ones, and yeah, uh, you can't go wrong with those either. Not as common anymore, but a lot of wrestlers also would just go barefoot and tape up their feet and wrestle. Just in tape. Yeah, as a matter of fact, a fella I ran into last year in Spokane, um, Vlad, fella from Russia, was uh, was barefoot. Well, he did not like Christmas, so he was kind of like the uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger. Just wanted to put the kibosh in all of Christmas in Spokane. But we handled that business. For the people that are listening today, a lot of them know you also, besides elves, employ a team of reindeer to help you in your journey to get all these gifts to everyone. Have you ever ridden a reindeer to the wrestling ring before? Oh, no, 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 no. You can't ride them on the back. I'm, I'm too big of a man. As strong, as strong, as fast as they are. I'm just too big. You can't. You don't want to ride them like a horse. Now they'll pull a sled, but you can't get. You really shouldn't be bringing the sled into the to the building like that either. And some places are handled are able to handle pets and animals in their building, but uh, I like to I like to just show up and uh, walk walk to the ring. That's perfectly fine. I'm guessing if a reindeer had an accident, that would also cause a wide assortment of difficulties for the promoter well absolutely because uh, those antlers they could do they could do some damage with those antlers and we don't want that to happen even though if somebody winds up on the, the naughty list and they want to scrap with Santa I don't know if I'd be able to, to stop the reindeer from jumping in and, and really hurting those fellas and so we don't want that so we just keep them out of the mix 
Uh, have you ever employed some of the elves to go with you to the ring? Have you ever maybe hit somebody with an elf to break up a melee or something like that? Well, well, you can toss an elf. That's that's perfectly acceptable. Then uh, they don't mind. They don't mind. They they bounce right off too. So that's a an elf and a scrap is a, is a good thing to have on your side. Dwarves too. Very good. But they don't like to be tossed. So. From our favorite animated shows of long, long ago, we've learned some of these elves occasionally turn evil and they will turn against you. Have you ever seen an elf ditch his elf duties and take up with a professional wrestling outfit like, say, the micro-championship wrestling? Well, that's, uh, you know, nothing off nothing off the top of the head. Um, I, I often suspected that Cody Campbell was an elf or related to an elf sometime. Um, and uh, that might have been his heartache with Santa when, when he was helping Rashad in Spokane there three years ago. Uh, but like I said, I think he's learned the learned the learned the, learned his lesson and changed his ways. So he's on the nice list now. Good to hear that about Cody. Good, good kid. Now, also, someone you've been very, very closely associated with that. I've occasionally seen pop up at wrestling shows, but not as often as you, that being Mrs. Santa Claus. Do you think we'll see a day when Mrs. Claus ever makes a more regular appearance at wrestling shows? Well, well, here's the thing with Mrs. Claus. Um, she don't mess around. If somebody, if somebody messes with her, they're going to get hurt. So nobody wants that. So it's probably probably a good thing that she doesn't come to the shows. She's dangerous. I know. She scares me. We don't want anyone to walk away from the show in fear, so possibly a very good choice to keep her back at the North Pole. Well, she, she's more than welcome to go wherever she wants. Like I said, she scares me. But... Uh, Wrestling shows are notorious for folks wanting to put their hands on Santa or putting their hands on folks they shouldn't be. And uh, we don't we don't want her to have to interfere, that's for sure. It was awful nice of her to let me use her quilt room there today, too. So I don't know if you have some of her work up there on the wall. She does great work. Absolutely. Now, we have, in the last few years in professional wrestling, really stepped up the quality and the emphasis on women's professional wrestling. It's become sort of a main attraction as opposed to a niche side part of the wrestling business. The athletes are taken much more seriously. Uh, They're in more serious matches as opposed to just really fluff type of matches. They main event major shows instead of being 
on right before the main event for people to go to the concession stand and the bathroom and things of that nature. It's a different world over the last five to six years for women's wrestling. Do you think that Mrs. Claus is keeping an eye on that aspect of the business, and do you think maybe eventually she will pop up and she will maybe have something to do with the women in wrestling? Well, that's a possibility, um, but she's, I don't know if she's interested in competing as a wrestler. I know uh, she's, but she's not, she's not afraid of anybody, woman, man, she's not afraid of anybody. And I, like I said, I'm really worried about her hurting. Of course, there's, there's ladies that, uh, that they're on the naughty list that might want a piece of her. Like I said, that'd be, that'd be a mistake. I, I, uh, the one who really worries me that's on the naughty list is Kikio, the fallen flower. Uh, I think that'd be a that'd be a heck of a match. I would watch that. This fallen flower, a tremendous competitor, and she just made her debut in Colorado and won the Omega Nine tournament. So she's on a hot roll right now. I saw that she was just up here in Spokane versus a. Amira, oh, great match, great match. Absolutely, and of course, Miss Fallen Flower also found in SOS Wrestling, where she often is your local flight attendant. That's 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 awful nice. Or is, is that a good thing or not? It's good because if you're gonna fly and you want a good flight attendant, and she's very good at that. Absolutely, I'll bet she's great. Uh, I, yes, I, she is. Uh, I've seen her work at Timber. I've seen her working all over the Northwest. I've seen she's working down in California. So she's she's all over. She's going places. She is. She's worldwide, of course, uh, having competed with, uh, I believe, Shine as well as Shimmer. She's been all over the map. So. Ms. Fallenflower, a very well-traveled wrestler. Now, one of the towns up in our area is a town, I think, that you would be very well aware of right now. Shelton, Washington is the Christmas tree capital of the world, according to the big sign that hangs at the edge of town. Have you ever competed in Shelton, Washington, so you can take in the Christmas tree capital of the world? Well, I, I've been to Shelton, just like I've been everywhere. Um, but I wasn't there for Christmas trees here my last trip. I was there uh, visiting some folks in the prison. So uh, uh, a bunch of fellas on the naughty list there in Shelton. I bet that's exactly right. Now, one of the parts of professional wrestling that often is overlooked as far as how hard it is and how thankless of a job it is, is that of the promoter. The promoter's job is very, very difficult, and oftentimes they are far away from the spotlight of their own show, they put the spotlight on their roster rather than themselves. 
And this time of year, I'm sure promoters need a lot of new things to keep their promotion going, such as new mats or new canvas or new lighting rigs or new microphones. So many things that go into making a professional wrestling show a success that promoters have to come up with on their own. And on the independent level, it can be very hard to do so. What are some of the items that independent wrestling promoters are asking you for this year? Well, thank you. Uh, new canvas and new turnbuckles and new ring aprons are always on it. Of course, uh, they always need uh, uh, turnbuckle. Uh, they need the they need the cables and ropes and uh, heck, you know they need they need they need folks to quit dropping their microphones so they can quit having to replace those. Don't drop the mic. If you don't own the mic, don't drop the microphone. Because um, wow, the the microphone goes bad. Uh, that makes it really tough for folks to hear what's going on at a show. Um, they want to, they want to hear what folks are saying. Um, so microphones, and then of course you know they, they can they can always use hot dogs. Yeah, everybody wants hot dogs at their shows, so uh, they're always asking for hot dogs. I mean, who that makes know? sense. Hopefully, a lot of these promoters get new turnbuckles for 2023. I'd hate to see for their turnbuckles to be in turmoil. Absolutely. Now, one of the other parts of the wrestling business that oftentimes isn't always appreciated as much by the fans and sometimes the people in the industry is that of the referee. I know that you know that I know the referees oftentimes uh, go through slacks and wrestling shoes. A lot of times the wrestling referee shirts get covered in blood and green mist and all kinds of things. Those have to be replaced. Uh, there's a lot of things the referees need. Uh, rule books, licenses, things like that can add up. What are some of the things that the wrestling referees are asking for for 2023? Well, you know, just they all that stuff. I know uh, young Devin Campbell uh, just had his his striped shirt covered in red mist uh, at Relentless. Uh, but uh, another fella on the nice list, Devin, and uh, another one, uh, Brad Lee, uh, he's he's always asking for uh, plugs for those ears that he's got, which are really cool. I could never wear them, but he's always asking for new plugs for his ears. Um, and you know, shoes and you know, cause some folks like to wear just dress shoes, and other folks like to wear wrestling shoes. And um, you got to have some slacks that aren't going to tear because uh, the guys are up, guys and gals are up and down. Uh, juice box kid, of course, she's always asking for juice boxes. Um, it's tough to keep her in Capri Suns and such. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, that Halloween outfit she had, that was pretty cool. It made her look like Beetlejuice. It was really, really slick. Absolutely. Well, Santa, we are coming down to the last several minutes of the show, and I want to make sure that you have ample time today. If there is anything you would like to say to the listeners today, if there's anything you want to plug and promote, social medias, 
where to write your letters, your favorite Christmas shop, anything at all, floor is all yours. Well, well, thank guy. First of all, I'd like to thank you for for allowing me to do this. It's really, it's a it's a lot of fun to to go to the wrestling shows and work as Santa and uh, you know Santa having to to every now and again wrestle a match or just to meet the kids and meet the parents. So I really appreciate you, even though. I want to talk to you about some of your work as a referee. Sometimes you're uh, kind of bending the rules a little too much here, young man. I find, don't don't think your work with uh, Mr. Rysek has gone unnoticed. I've got an eye on you. So uh, you guys, uh, if you guys want to stay off that naughty list, uh, you better learn to straighten up and fly right. Um, you know, I always, I always wanted to thank... Uh, uh, Chase James and Lance Pearson and Jackson Price and uh, Orion Wolf and Andy Yank in the Spokane area, Thomas Swanson and Greg Huddle and everybody else who's, uh, who's uh, been really important up here in, up in the Spokane area, Jesse Lawson and Jay Manson. Uh, they they're they're uh, they're a good group of guys. Um, too many folks to name. Too many folks on the nice list. Too many folks on the naughty list. Uh, we don't. We're not. We wouldn't. If I sat here and listed all of them on the, uh, we would have. We would have start. We had to start right at the beginning of the show. There's no way to get through it all. Uh, folks on the naughty list. Uh, Princess Deathwish. Someday. Uh, someday they might come around, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Well, yeah, Santa there's, Claus. There's, there's What's that, sir? I was going to say it's it's been a pleasure. I would like to point out I had a personal service contract with Christopher Isaac that day. I was following the terms of my contract. That can't be considered naughty, right? I, you know, it depends on what the contract says. You know, just because just because it's written down legalese, don't make it right. There's right and there's wrong. Now, I know you know the difference from right and wrong. That's true, but Christopher Isaac assured me he's never cheated on his on anything in his whole life, especially wives and taxes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm certain that he, he said that. I, I'm certain that he said that. I don't know if you consider him a credible source, though. I, uh, I find it hard to believe any jury in the world would ever believe a word that comes out of that man's mouth. We'll have to but wait for the jury. Yeah, we'll have to see until he gets into court and see what they say. But Santa, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. I definitely appreciate you taking time out of your busiest time of the year to chat with us here today. Anything else you want to say as we wrap this up nice and neat? Uh, Merry Christmas, all! I want you to make sure you're you're uh, listening to your parents and. Uh, you make sure you're you're eating your veg your vegetables and you're going to the gym working out. Uh, so have a good time. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Blessed Kwanzaa, all that. Have a have a have a 
have a happy holiday, all of y'all. Thank you very much. All right. And go to a wrestling stand. Indeed. Get out there, support your local independent wrestling shows, wherever those may be. Don't forget Danville, Indiana today, Warrior Pro Wrestling's last show of the year. Should be a hot show today in Danville. Also, don't forget the 30th of this month, I will be making my way back to 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana for WCWO. Opponent to be determined. I'm sure I'll be fighting somebody, but who that is, we will find out shortly. We'll be back with you. Special day and time this week because of travel shenanigans being afoot on Wednesday morning, 9 Pacific, noon Eastern. We'll have California Girl Sunny of the original Glow with us. So make sure you join us for that. Should be a great time. One week from today, we are taking the day off because it is Christmas Day, and Coach Mike Jones and I will be watching the NBA on television all day long, I'm sure. So two weeks from today, make sure you join us, and we will be back with you, everybody. Stay safe out there. Happy holidays, no matter which one you celebrate, and we will talk to you soon. Nobody knows where my Johnny has got me, but you